Hello and welcome. Welcome to another edition of CPR's Clubhouse Live. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by Lorenzo Delon. Lorenzo, thank you so much for joining us here on CPR's Clubhouse Live. How are you? Pleasure to be here, CPR. Doing great. We're blessed always. Doing great. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but it's been 27 years since the release of Don't Turn Our Love Away. In my opinion, it's the song that uh, turned freestyle around into a a new wave of quality freestyle content by Artistic Recordings. How did you get connected with Artistic Recordings, Willie Valentine, and how did you get this song together? Uh, it all started back in 1990, I would say 1992, 93. Um, me and um, a couple of friends of mine, which I, I'm not sure everyone knows, Noel Rios. L.D. Ross. L.D. Ross and um, Felix Cologne from Boys in the Lab. Yes. We were working on a project in, my, in our friend's house in the, in the Upper West, Upper West, actually Upper East Side. And lo and behold, um, Willie walks in and George Anthony walked in while we were recording and um, messing around in, um, in uh, another friend of mine, I was in studio in a room. And Willie was hanging out there for a bit and he heard it, he liked it. And that's when we met the first day, 1992. Wow, that, that was my graduation year in high school. I can't believe that I'm actually saying that. So uh, it's 30 years <laughs> you know, of graduating from high school. Um, I know that um, when Artistic Recordings got together with Tasmania and the first project from Artistic Recordings was your song, Don't Turn Our Love Away, right. it was a game changer because there was a lot of freestyle coming out, you know, from Tasmania, from the New England area, good stuff. But when you came along with Don't Turn Our Love Away, it was different because um, everyone stopped what they were doing and they questioned themselves. And they were like, are we doing the right thing here? Because um, you changed the game in their eyes. And um, there were so many people that were in search of your song, your twins record. Um, I remember specifically uh, Dr. Javi from Connecticut. Um, I know that he and I uh, spoke on your song. And um, he said, I'll give you a cassette remix of uh, a song that he was working on. And you give me the Lorenzo Delon Don't Turn a Love Away uh, 12-inch record. And I'm like, that's not a good deal for me. I can't do that. But um, it, 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 especially here in New England, because uh, I can speak for New England, it's just changed the game. Everybody had to go back into the studio and, and I guess, go back to the drawing board after listening to Don't Turn a Love Away in 1995. Yeah, I think it was, it was definitely, um, we were at the tail end of that game for New York. So we just missed that little, um, the boat was just leaving the dock for freestyle in New York, but it was still hitting hard, like in Chicago, Springfield, like you said. Yes. Um, and again, like you said, it was a different style. Um, I think Willie, Willie definitely played a big part in it when it came to the production, of course, you know. Um, he kept it with his hip-hop flavored samples and beats, you know. Um, when... Um, when L.D. Ross started, also he had a, a more of the, of the rhythmic, rhythmic, really rhythmic um, pianos in it, and then Willie yeah. took it to another level with that. And with my vocals, I guess we it just came out to be something very, um, I guess, a different. It was going to a different edge. 
Yes. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely think that was um, it was heading on a different direction. Um, you know, uh, hopefully we caught something from one more. You tell me we did catch a wave of some good sounds and absolutely. Um, I I was looking at all the DJs that took to the song. Um, Tim Spinning Shomer put it in his 1997 Freestyle Boom series. Um, you know, he he put other songs of yours as well on on that on the compilations. There's B96 mixes. Um, there's there's a ton, tons of DJs that had to add your song to rotation. So in 1995, when everybody welcomed you or or you were getting positive feedback, were you aware of all the positive feedback that your song was getting, or was it little by little as time went on? Well, I was getting my feedback from Willie and from you and from DMA magazine. Yes. Back in the day, we used to go crazy looking for DMA magazine. It was so hard to find those magazines in New York City. We used to go around looking for that magazine just to find out because I heard I was one of the top 10 or fifth or top 20. Yes. For that month, whatever it was so be. Um, but yeah, I was definitely kept in tune what was going on. And um, from what I hear, it was, it was some, some, we were making some noise. We are making some yeah. noise with that. It was good stuff. How long did it take you for you to perform the song? Did it take you six months, a year, uh, a couple of years? Well, the, the first show we did was in NYU. Um, that was with the when we first started the song of LD Ross and I and Phyllis Cologne from Boys in the Lab. Um, we first we really we didn't release it. We it was a demo and we performed in NYU. Uh, I opened up for George Lamont. Wow. Yeah. Um, we had that videotape, as a matter of fact. I might get L.D. Ross to give it to you guys. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, we got um, George Lamont's. It was 1990, I think, 1991, NYU was called um, Hot Night at NYU. And he had George Lamont um, performed. I opened up for him. And that was the first performance we did with that song. And then I performed it in Cancun, Mexico. Wow. Um, um, it wasn't released yet. It was promoted. We're promoting it. And it was, it was uh, we had a, a Cancun show out there also as well. That was big. That was pretty nice. But the noise really came when we came back to New York. That's when it really uh, a lot of started happening. Um, we got we we got involved with Willie's production crew and himself. And may he rest in peace, man. Eddie, Eddie Freddie, Freddie Eddie Herrera. Yes. Got involved in it also as well. Um, there's a mix on that. So mm -hmm. Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn's uh, mix. Um, yeah. So we had a lot of hands that dab in our project, um, musical mindset um, hands. You know, like these guys, uh, for me, they're musical geniuses in the freestyle era. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, like I said, I think artistic, uh, especially in New England, they changed the game um, because there were a lot of people uh, making believe that they were artists, and then you came along, and it's like they were all rethinking. Like, because it was, it was the vocals, the beginning, uh, the, the chant, um, the, then, then the beat hits with the chant and then the vocals are so on point that there's nothing they could do about the song other than loving it. And, um, you know, when, 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 uh, we heard the song in our eyes, you were already a star. And, and the fact that you get people that were producers in the area trying to get a copy of the song or trying to trade or or just buzzing about it, or trying to get a recording of it, or trying to, or Mr. Musica uh, was selling out of the 12 inch records. The Music Center was selling out of, of 12 inch records. Um, and that's the, a testament. All the DJs wanted two copies so they could mix them together because the beat was really good. And Willie Valentine did a great job of being able to 
uh, make extended mixes to the point where you could blend into it and yeah. and and in the middle and blend out of it. Uh, yeah. So and and that's an art itself, you know, to include, yeah. to, to include hip hop and freestyle and to include an intro, great breakdown and an outro. Um, and and that's a testament to to Willie's um, dedication and knowledge of of our music. It's definitely um, it's definitely a craft. He definitely has a craft that um I don't I tell you I don't think anybody has touched. Yes, yeah. he's, he's in his own um he has his own you know his own style of music, and it's it's not even a style to me. It's a craft. Yes, you know, um, and you know not not to not to um not to uh, di um, digress, but. Uh, you know, um, the the other songs that you came out, I mean, every time that you came out with a song, it was Lorenzo Delon, your voice carried the song. Uh, the, the the production was amazing. We go to 1996, Freestyle Parade, Volume 2, The Art of Dance, and then it was If You Were Mine. Oh, uh, man, that was good, yeah. What what a song! What um, I like Lorenzo Delon. Don't turn all over way was hard hitting hip hop freestyle. And then if you were mine, is this is this vocal performance that you put on there, and you can you can hear the passion and, yeah. and you can hear the the plight in the song. It was it's so great. Um, I encourage anyone that's ever heard it to to listen to it. And if you haven't heard it, you're not a real freestyle fan. Uh, 1996, If You Were Mine, Freestyle Parade Volume 2, If You Were Mine, Lorenzo Delon. Um, how hard was it to hit those high notes uh, on that on that uh, second song? At uh, that time, it was pretty, it was, it was good. It was pretty easy. Yeah. I had my moments after a while. If you don't get it, you know, you're, you're going to um, chalk up because you're doing it so many times. You get dry, but um, pretty, pretty simple. It was pretty simple. Yeah. You know, and... Um, Again, it was like anything I do, I put passion into it. I try to keep my passion. Um, um, always do everything I, I do, I try to give my 100%. Um, and what is the same way? Um, and whoever I work with, whoever I'm with working, when it, when it comes to music or anything in life, they got to give it their all. If, I, if not, I can't, I, won't, I, I can't feel what's going on. There's also um, a hidden gem in 1997's uh, Freestyle Parade Volume 3, which was with all my heart. Um, and again, it's one of those yeah. things where when you start, it's your vocals that that sells the song. It doesn't matter what the production is. When you hear your you, your singing, um, you just appreciate it. And and it went in a different poppy direction, but the way that you sounded, it sounded like it belonged on commercial radio, you know, and it belonged uh, to be played everywhere. And it, it was a shift in in the production style of artistic recordings because it still yeah. had. A, the hard, the hard production, but it also had that poppy Edwin Ramos style of of, of uh, yeah. production. And I remember you and uh, going to um, Connecticut to record this in the studio. Yeah.
out of out of out of the three, out of the three, um, which one is your favorite? Uh, I think uh, I would say "If You're Mine." Yes, "If You're Mine." That's that's my style of music. More more laid back. Um, I really gave. I mean, I gave it all my all on all the songs that I sang. Um, I had great writers in all those songs. Mm -hmm. um, L.D. Ross, Felix Cologne, myself, Don't Turn yes. Away, um, Michael Botart, and yeah. um, Michael. You know, Michael's a man when it comes to writing and producing, of course. And number three, um, Michael Bertrand again, you know. And that song, if you, if you hear it very closely, he incorporated all three songs. Mm -hmm. You know, the titles of all three songs in that yeah. song. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was he's, he's, again, a craft that he has. Yeah, with all of my heart, don't take our love away, because, you know, always, yeah. So, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the music, and that's what I miss so much in the last episode we got to talk to um, Gennaro from the group Pain, and he was talking about the breakdown of his song. And the the best part about freestyle is the fact that you paint pictures, and then you could call back to other songs. So the fact yeah. that with All of My Heart in 1987 was a callback to Don't Turn Our Love Away and If You Were Mine, that's the brilliance of the writing, and that's the brilliance of the concept of calling back to all those songs. So they're all connected. It's a trilogy. It's the Lorenzo Delon trilogy, being able yeah. to do those things. I'm definitely so, yeah. So we wouldn't hear from you from 1997 all the way to 2001. What happened there after these three songs were released? Where did you go? Um, I think we went, we went back to the studio. I gave it a show. Actually, 1997, I got, we got, I got married. Okay, I, I um, gave it a break. I was building my house, and I'm building my studio in the basement. <laughs> Everybody needs a studio. Yeah, huh? Everyone needs a studio. Yeah, 98, Everyone. 99, that's what happened. 2000 and 2001, I got together with Willie again. He was doing a free separate volume. Yes. And I think Freeze um, wrote the other song, which is Always and Forever. So big shout out going out to Freeze. Um, always yeah. a, a Lorenzo Delon fan. That's another thing. I I missed that era where um, artists became fans of other artists, and then they wanted to connect with those artists and work with those artists and support those artists. So that's the type of um, camaraderie that I miss. I, I know that you still have it uh, with um, LD Ross. I know that you have it with um, you know other people that have been in your life for so many years. But I just miss the fact that because of social media we don't get to connect the way that we used to we used to be closer when there was no social media because you guys will get in the car and you'll drive yeah and we'll meet and everybody uh, you know chalando having a great time um i i always treasure the times that you guys were here in new england performing ld ross is is just one of the funniest guys i've ever met um and intimidating because he's he's a powerful character and um, he's funny, you know. Um, you know, same thing with um, the late great. But he's not—he's not funny all the time, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tries very hard, you know. Uh, the late great, the late great Freddie the Ed Rivera. Um, I'll take some time right now to discuss him. What does Freddie the Ed Rivera mean to you? Oh man, let me tell you, um, a lot. Simplest words. He came to my house in two thousand and ten. 2011, and he built my studio. We built our studio together. He built my studio, the, the programming part of it. And he, he, he 
taught me how to use it. I'm an Ableton user. I use Ableton. Um, to this day, to this day, behind me, I have the same system that he built me. Wow. Same system. And that, that's so one thing that I, I would create, say. I create music because of this, because of Freddie. Yes, and and you're not the only one. I mean, he's built many studios for others, and um, and that's what he leaves behind his legacy of showing yes. people, teaching. He was always a teacher. I'm I'm able to edit now, not edit music the way that editing is, but I'm talking about edit sections of a song, edit right. sections of a of a of of <coughs> audio. Because of him, I was able to create my own intro at one time for my radio show because of him. Because he used to do it for me, and then one day he had me do it. And he goes, "You don't need me anymore. You could do it yourself." You know, and and that's the type of person that he was. He was a teacher. Yeah, he was amazing, man. He's, he's again uh, to me a musical genius. Yes, yes, musical genius, and uh, it's, he's a craftsman. And yeah, you know, he stayed in my house for like four days, um, just fixing, um, not, just updating and educating me and you know and just hanging out for four days straight you know yeah man that, that same thing here when he was in new england he would come to my house um you know th there would be a dent in the couch brand new couch and it's freddie's butt you know what i mean because <laughs> you know like my house is his house do whatever you want you know have fun and it was just um laughter and jokes and cracking jokes and all the time and, yeah yeah man and the, the you know i love getting him mad because he turned beet red yes and, uh, and yeah. uh, you know so if you saw Freddie and he was beat red, if he wasn't laughing, you stay away from him. If he yeah. was laughing, then you could approach him, you know? Uh, so, you know, that that's something that I will always cherish our times together. He made he made whatever I did here better, my my intros to my my radio show. Um, he did show tapes for my artists, um, yeah. you know, and, and he always wanted to give. Um, he gave more than he received, I think, and uh, that's... Yeah. Um, that's one thing that I can say about him. He was always very generous. I want people to understand the importance of Lorenzo Delon, um, because in 1995, um, you changed the game. Whether people want to admit it or not, when Artistic was introduced and somebody popped in that Lorenzo Delon don't turn our love away, everybody's styles changed. And they had to change. They went from, you know, uh, uh, you know the, the beats being a little bit, you know, dry or... The beats being a little, you know, you know, mechanical and 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 kind of pretty or whatever. To like, we got to do hardcore stuff, you know. So you saw other people doing hardcore stuff, hardcore beats, uh, breaks, uh, outros, trying to get their vocals uh, on point. And I think that you were the the catalyst for that. I think that "Don't Turn Love Away" was the catalyst for that you. because you inspired a lot of other artists to follow suit. Like, if my vocals can't sound like Lorenzo's, then I shouldn't be doing this. And you didn't come back until 2017. It's that long, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, about five years ago, you um, you released So Tell Me. Um, so you you took a long hiatus. Um, and and um, did you were you already tired of the the freestyle community or the genre itself, or did you not see things happening the way that you felt that they should happen? What happened that made you just walk away? Yeah, I think I, I don't think that was mad at anybody. Nothing was happening um, in terms of me um, turning my back on freestyle or the genre or people. I just think, um, I, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm trying to look back now uh, from 2001 to 2015. Um, we still had our jam sessions here. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I was in L.D. Ross's house, in my house, in Voice's house. Yes. Voice. We're good friends to this day for years now. Um, we still had jam sessions. Um, in terms of music, um, I just think life happened, you know. we I, I just, my son was born in 2003, yeah. you know. Um, that changed a lot of stuff. I was just getting out of the household and, and uh, together. You know, and then my career, well, my career's always been there, but, um, you know, just doing things with, with life. And, you know, just to be honest, it, it flew by so quick. Yes. And, yeah. and and there was a hiatus that freestyle took. Like, there was a 10-year period where not many were well, released freestyle. There, what, happened, what happened there also was there was another time that George Lamont, Lizette Melendez, Brenda King Starr, everyone went to the salsa. They started going to the salsa, so they kind of like... Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess, you know, and there was nothing really coming out. Well, Willie kept on pushing his songs out. Yes. He never stopped that. Yeah, um, the, you know, Willie Valentine single-handedly kept Freestyle going for the entire yeah. duration. But yeah. some people took five, ten-year hiatuses and then yeah. came back in, in 2016, 17, around there. Um, what made you want to come back to do the this type of music? Uh, I missed it. I missed it. Um, and, 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 and inspirational, inspirational um um, times that I, I go on, I, I, I very rarely go on Facebook. I work out of Instagram and I'll shoot my, my stories from Instagram right. and I'll get posted on Facebook and I'll probably go on Messenger on Facebook. So I, I very rarely go on there. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I, I'll see um, someone's song coming out. And in that time, I believe I, I seen um, George coming out with a song, George Anthony. Yeah. Um, this person come out with a song and I thought the vibe, like, mm, you know what? This vibe is making me go into back into the studio and do something. Um, and then I, st- I one day I, I got up and I started writing something on paper and then um, this is when um, so tell me came out so tell me came out of my, my head and I just started writing started producing and then I called out D Ross so do some keyboards for me um, together with me actually and um, and that's when the song came um, so tell me started coming out and that was two, 2015 actually yeah at least a year I started 2015 and then on 2017 is when I got released. So as far as uh, Lorenzo Delon, um, do you ever want to come out with an album, a full Lorenzo Delon album? Because I think that it's needed. Mm. Might might get some phone. I might give a Willie a phone call. Yeah. In terms of that, because I, I, you know, I'm really um I can't do it myself a freestyle album. Mm-hmm. Probably could, but I got so much things going on, you know, in my life. Um, I'm so busy, and I got. Uh, I mean, I'm doing a lot of that. I'm still doing some music. Yes. Yes. That was, that was the next topic. Um, you have your own label, Delon, of uh, yeah. records, and I see that you're pushing out artists, not necessarily freestyle, other genres of music. So, talk about Delon and when was it founded? Yeah. Um, Delon Delon Records is uh, Delon name. Delon was always around, of course. Um, Delon Records, I, I think I, I just uh, more or less incorporated and, and got really going with that. Um, in 2015, uh, yeah, 2012 actually, and then 2015 when So Tell Me came out, and then um, I had a I had a project with um, um, I had some projects coming out. I had um, the Cindy Star project that came out, yep, on Delon Records, and then I had the JoJo. I watched it, then my song came out on Delon Records, which is another song, which is um, a kind of urban pop song. It's called Dehame. Yes, um, that came out as well. And um, also um, the JoJo, my, uh, one of my artists, JoJo, which is, he's just finishing up his, his, his college, getting things right mm-hmm. with his masters and everything. And um, 
But he's got some tracks, some more tracks coming out on Delon. Yeah. Now, uh, Delon, you could find uh, these artists, JoJo, um, and, and your new song. Yeah. Yeah. And nice it's, song. it's also available on uh, digital platforms. Yes, yes, yes. So what I'll do is um, click the link so you can uh, get to JoJo and all the other artists on Delon Records. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be great to see you, uh, you know, make that that freestyle album that I think that uh, you and, and we, the community, deserve. Because uh, to have Don't Turn All Love Away, If You Were Mine, With All My Heart, Always and Forever, um, even the newer stuff, So Tell Me, but we need a new Lawrence Delon hardcore banger, and that's just me. Um, and that's because I appreciate, you know, the vocalists and the people that um, are great uh they have great writing behind them and great production. And so you were one of those, uh, the inspiration for change in, in, uh, the freestyle industry. Um, do you recall, uh, a show that, uh, you will never forget something that, uh, sticks in your mind, uh, a performance? Mm. Well, definitely the, the Cancun, Mexico show that I have, uh, one of the first ones that I performed on Twilight Way. That was definitely, uh, an incredible show that we had out there. Um, and after that, I would say the ones that we had in Springfield. Yeah, I mean, those are always great. Yeah, I, it, I was love just, those. It, it was just, um, especially the last one that we had for Willie's birthday. Yes. It was, it was just fire. Everyone was there representing him. And um, it was just amazing um, that me, Noel, L.D. Ross, voice. and Voice came up there. And we just, um, you know, we did like a little trio thing going on. And then right after that, um, Julio Mena came on, Angel Mena. You know, yeah. it, was, it was good stuff, man. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I missed. I felt like oh, really, really nice, yeah. I felt like we didn't miss a step. It was it was right. uh it was travel through time. You know, it was um from from um I have the flyer here somewhere and I just had it in my in my I had the flyer from September of nineteen ninety five where we had the artistic record release party. Yeah. And um, you know, we, we fast forward to Willie's fiftieth birthday and yeah. and uh everyone's there and nobody's lost a, a step. The place the is 90, back. The '95 show. I remember the, the biggest thing I remember was um, um, everyone just was so just whole, so happy to see the artistic crew up there. Yes, I believe it was the first time. Yeah, it was the first. The first ever. It was the first yeah. ever artistic re uh, records release party. Um, it had everyone. Janine Garcia yeah. was there. Uh, Wendy, uh, Vocal yeah, yeah. Image, Michael Anthony Bertol, George Anthony, Naisha hosted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the and night that Naija kicked me off the stage, and she hosted. Yes, yes, she's like I got to, but and also the first time that we all got to taste your mother's pendil. Oh yes, my mom cooked that day, and uh, it was awesome. It was I, great. I have so much footage from that night. Um, I, I love the fact that Freddie Edit was DJing. Um, That's you, right. You saw him on the third tables uh, that night. Channel Forty, um, um, the local ABC. They came and recorded Pose uh, for, for the news, for the record release party. Um, it was great, man. It was a great time. And, you know, to, to do that in 95 and then to fast forward to Willie's 50th birthday and to have everybody there. That was good. Um, and to have a great time the same way. And, 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 the, same, and the same way because in, in, in the first 95 show, Pose came in last. Yes. And he had a little towel on there. Everyone's waiting for him to scream and just sing and scream. <laughs> and the same thing happened in this show on 27. Yeah, man. He, he came, came out the same way. Like it was church. We were in church. Yeah, man. It was that church. It was that cypher, um, that freestyle cypher of everybody. Yeah, to, man. 
and and uh, Pose is the only man that I know that can freestyle, freestyle. You know, he'll just yeah, yeah. he'll riff and make up some stuff. He'll he can sing about butter, and we'll be like, yeah, man, let's talk about yeah. butter all day. Um, and those are the those are the vocalists that I appreciate. Um, you know, but um, everything comes from you. You were the the spark that that brought all those uh, artists to light. What's in store for Lorenzo Delon in in the next few years? Um, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm finishing off uh, these two songs for JoJo that has to come out that he started. We started a year and a half ago. It's definitely a pop urban stuff that we're doing with him. Um, I got some other tracks coming out actually. Then this month in March, that's underground European dance stuff. Nice. Um, in terms of uh, me singing, um, not sure. I, that's that's in the, maybe it's in the, maybe you know, maybe um you know I might just um like I said give Willie a call and see what we could. I think if uh if me and Willie's mind get together now, mm. and and we're stress free and we and we and we block. We back a twelve hour or fifteen hour sh session in the studio. We're gonna have some good things coming out of that out of the lab that day. I just feel it. The best part is that technology has changed and things are a bit easier, you know. So yeah. it isn't like um, you have to go get a task cam, uh, you know, little cassette thing, and you can yeah. only record an hour. And this this beat is over here. This samples over here. Yeah. You get the the four track and all that stuff. Now is everything's on the computer and. Yeah, yeah. I can send vocals from my from my studio. Yeah, and he can just bounce it back and forth, and we can do so much. But it's always good to have to be in a room together, yeah. and just take it easy. Hits, I always, I always say, when hits are made when we're taking our time. We don't book a three hour session. We book, just leave it unlimited. Whatever comes out of your head comes yes. out of your head. I've had great songs come out of here, um, underground songs that we're just hanging here, and we're having a couple of drinks, smoke a cigar. And we'll get up and we'll do this, and it just comes about. It's a vibe. Yeah. So and that, that's how great songs come out. Yeah. And it's sad to say, I mean, well, everyone has a budget nowadays. It's tough because you do have to block time out. You got to pay for it. But, you know, you got to do the work at home first, you know, vibe with it at home and then dump it somewhere. Yeah. You know? Uh, before we go, um, any advice that you want to give anyone that's up and coming when it comes to, you know, how to, how to be an artist in the industry? Um, yeah, there's so many, so many pointers, man, we can give out, you know, <laughs> but, um, the, the, the best one that's always reoccurring in everyone's mind will be just follow your, follow your dreams, follow your dreams, but do it with passion, mm -hmm. keep, keep it up, um, um, but educate yourself. People think that this is a, this is something that you can just go ahead and do because we have the technology at our fingertips and right. you could do it. You, they have beat making devices on your phone app. Right. You can buy a little Akai mixer and you can do stuff and you can create a song and sing through it and you think you're a star. You know? Maybe you are. But before you do, before you decide that you're a star, you know, sit back, look at what's going on around you and look at the other artists and see what you're missing, what they got and what you're missing. Right. Follow George Anthony, follow Willie Valentini or Jay Adams. And I'm probably missing a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You know? But um, sit back, look at what they're doing, and learn from their expertise because you know we've been in the game for thirty-five years. Yeah, man, that's a long time. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, you know um, expertise and a lot of knowledge. Uh, the same type of knowledge that Freddie the Edit Rivera like to pass along, and and that's why I ask you because 
there are people that still admire admire you 27 years later and your work. Thank you. And and so it's good to um, hear from your heroes because not everything should be negative, right? Every, there's some positivity in this world. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, man, I, I have to get in contact with Lorenzo because, you know, I want to hear his story. Um, so any shout-outs before we go? Oh, man, we got a lot of shout-outs, man. I mean, I, I'll forget names, man, but I always give a shout-out to Willie, L.D. Ross, um, Phyllis Cologne from Boys and Lab. Ozzy's back in the game. My boy Ozzy. Alvarado, he's um, getting his stuff back together. He's doing some music right now as we speak. Um, you know, all the guys are doing it big. Jay Allen, man, he's doing some good stuff. Yes. Joe Anthony's always doing his thing. You know, I get tired of seeing him so many times on Facebook, right? <laughs> the George he's, he's, he's there. He's there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? But but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great thing for, for um, people to know where the inspiration comes from and give uh, the respect to the artists that paved the way for the ones that are doing it now. And so you definitely opened doors and, and talked about quality and, and, you know, and, and changed the game. Um, you are definitely an unsung hero, uh, you know, along with Willie and Michael Anthony, LD Ross, Freddie the Ed Rivera, all these people that put their heart and soul on this 1995 release of, don't turn our love away. They, everybody has their bits and pieces of their heart and soul into that song. Yeah, I believe so, man. And also the 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 people who are keeping the game alive. You know, it's tough, man. I see it. I see it a lot. I mean, I'm not in it like that. I don't pay too much mind to it because there's a lot of drama going on. It don't bother me because I don't. I, I I'm not on, I'm not around it. But mm -hmm. I hear things. And I see. I'm like, oh wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, to yourself, and I think to Willie. And and to Jay, because uh, and George Anthony, of course, um, you guys are keeping it alive. Thirty-five years, yeah, man. Years. You keep it going. You haven't you haven't switched. The, you haven't skipped the beat. You know, so I, every every uh, week, every week, uh, six to to ten hours uh, of you know? freestyle production, uh, because we want to keep the genre going. And you never know what can spark from you know one of these songs and, and what can happen. Um, and I have a passion for it. I love it. Um, and again, it, it goes back to my love for artistic recordings. Yes, man, I, I'm an artistic guy because I had the opportunity to go to school at Artistic U. You know what I mean? And I got to do shows. I got to, um, you know, see the artists perform. And, I, you know, I got spoiled with quality, you know. You get spoiled with quality, and then that's all you want. You don't want anything else. You don't want okay. anything else to sound bad. You don't want a key to be off. You don't want a beat to be bad. You know, and yeah. and that that's what created some of what CPR says on on the radio and and on social media. But it all comes from you know the love of of good quality freestyle content. Um, and Lorenzo Delon's "Don't Turn Our Love Away" is just that catalyst uh, that just changed the game. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Lorenzo, thank you so much for catching up with us. Um, I do hope that, that you connect with friends, and I do hope that you connect with, with the family, with, with the family, uh, artistic family, Michael Anthony Berteau, Willie Valentin, L.D. Ross, uh, just everyone get together and, and create magic again, uh, uh, artistic reunion of, of sorts, um, where we can celebrate for another 30 years. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be talking about that soon. I've been getting an itch lately. For this. I mean, I'm doing music as I once. I'm still doing music, but when it comes to the freestyle, I think um, one song won't hurt. 